Hello. Welcome to the first edition of Inside My Mind, my bi-weekly podcast for the book Out of My Mind by Sharon M. Draper. In this week's podcast, we will be going over chapters 1 through 5. So, basically, the introduction to the book. I'll be breaking down the podcast into two major parts. Part 1 will be a summary of the chapters, and part 2 will be over main themes, struggles, symbolisms, and social issues that are presented throughout the chapters. So, part 1. Summary. In chapter 1, we're introduced to Melody, an 11-year-old with cerebral palsy and a photographic memory. Melody has a great vocabulary, and the very first few pages go over just how many words she has going in and out of her head. The next chapter focuses on memories. Melody goes into great detail recalling specific songs, pieces of literature, random information on television, and most importantly, memories with her parents. We get to go through a lot of short stories with her. This is important as it reveals some of the struggles that she individually has had. Chapter 3. So in chapter three, more struggles, chapter three goes over more struggles that she's had and how she feels towards her reality with her condition, which she never really states directly, but we learn. Then in chapter four, she gets into the doctor scene. This scene is the main focal point of this podcast, and we will be going into a lot of detail and depth of the symbolisms and social issues specifically presented within this chapter. Then in chapter 5, Melody introduces us to the other kids in her special ed program. We learn about many kids with varying disabilities. Also, a great deal of time is spent talking about a fake snowman that they are forced to decorate. I also felt as if the scene has a deeper symbolism. Also, we're never given the specific time period in which this is taking place, but based off context clues, they had CD players. I would say that it's modern day to maybe early 2000s. So overall, we learn of Melody, her condition, her feeling towards her condition, and the important events and people within her life. So, the doctor scene. In this scene, Melody is taken to a facility where she was evaluated, determined whether or not she should be permitted to go to kindergarten. The so-called specialist, whose name is Mr. Hugely, seems very unprofessional, which almost makes the entire process seem more awful. Mr. Hugely then gives Melody a series of questions. Every question was kind of debatable. For example, he showed her four images, three fruits and a balloon, and asked which one didn't belong. Melody answered one of the fruits because it was the only one with a different shape and color than the other three images. So pretty much, Melody outsmarted the specialist. This made me really wonder how accurate these tests are in real life. So I did some research. These IQ tests are supposed to be in-depth evaluations with many different styles of questions. Instead, this psychologist showed Melody pictures, completely aware that she cannot communicate her reasoning effectively. This shows just how differently we treat those with disabilities. Then, Mr. Hugely gives Melody's mother her diagnosis. He tells her that she is severely mentally retarded right in front of her. He's very rude about the entire conversation. We all know the feeling of being talked about behind our backs, but can you imagine if people spoke bad about you to your face? Like you weren't even there? Like you weren't a person? It really makes you think about what people with disabilities have to deal with on a day-to-day basis. Mr. Hugely then goes into 
goes on about a camp that Melody could be sent to to make her less of a quote-unquote burden to her mother. This part really struck me. Is this what people in charge of helping those with disabilities think? Is this how they treat them in the real world? A study on maltreatment of children with disabilities stated that disabled children are up to 1.7 times more likely to experience abuse. Then I found a quote within the same experiment that really struck me. Children with disabilities may be perceived as less valuable than other children. But why? Is it because we as a society value productivity? Or is it because we don't value differences? Some of the smartest people in the world have disabilities like autism. So it's not productivity. We just solely judge and discriminate those who are different. And it shows throughout this entire chapter. Next up, the snowman scene. So in chapter 5, Melly talks about the snowman, the aides drag out of the classroom closet for students to decorate. This brings up a mixed response within the classroom. Some kids are excited and they willingly decorate the snowman. Others are willing, but only after they are pressured into decorating it. And a select few decide not to decorate it at all. I thought that the snowman represented society and the expectations to conform. I know it's a bit far-fetched, but is that not how society works? Some of us participate or fit in and are praised, and some of us are pressured into participating, and some of us just don't fit in. This kind of ties in with the main theme throughout the intro, which is being trapped. Melody's mind is trapped within a body that doesn't let her share her genius. She can't communicate all the great thoughts she has flying through her mind. Yeah, so that leaves me with one question that I want all of us to answer before the next podcast. In your life, what barrier traps you? What defines you? And do you let it? Thanks for listening. This is Seth Stidham signing out. I guess I'll see you in a week.